The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Cause Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to causelight.com slash SGP. That's causelight.com slash SGP. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free or paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC, at BetMUFC. We'll be dropping an episode of BetMUFC on Sunday covering the game against Brentford. You can also follow the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That's LockBetting.com. The Twitter account is at LockBetting.com, at LockBetting.com. So LockBetting.com without the dot. That is my premium betting service that has now delivered 107 months in a row of transparent track profit. And if we navigate the month of May, we will be able to say we have 108 months. And that is significant because 108 months will represent nine years without a single losing month in sports betting. If you want to come on board for the month of May, which is going to be a monster month, we have the second leg of the Champions League semi-finals, the second leg of the Europa League, the end of domestic soccer season, the Champions League final, the end of the NBA season as well, along with tennis as we head towards the French Open and the Wimbledon Grand Slams. Also, we have a ton of boxing and UFC action as well. So if you want to get involved with all of that for the month of May, head over to lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com if you want to do your research first. Head over to the Twitter account at lockbetting.com. Look at the pin tweet. The pin tweet is a PL for the month of March. It will soon be replaced by the month of April, month number 107. But you can look at month number 106, the month of March for now. And if you look at the bottom of that, you'll see little tags. They say things like NBA, tennis, football, etc. One of them will say PL. Click the PL tab 
and the PL tab will take you to all of the other previous PLs. If you look at the PLs, you can see the type of bets we do, the type of stakes we place, and you will see members' comments at the bottom verifying that we have delivered this profit for guys every single month and we look to continue to do so. We look to reach that milestone of nine years without a losing month, month number 100 in the month of May. So sign up on May the 1st to be a part of that achievement. Moving on with this weekend's EPL slate, we begin with the game between Newcastle and Liverpool, where Liverpool again can temporarily go top of the table with a win against Newcastle. We're going to see a lot of this. We're going to see a lot of pressure being put on Liverpool and Manchester City throughout the run-in, and Liverpool have a chance to edge Manchester City off the top until Manchester City play later on in the day at 5.30 away to Leeds. Liverpool are the 4-9 favourites to win the game. It's 15-4 on the draw, and it's 6-1 here on Newcastle. Aside from playing Tottenham at home, I would say this is Liverpool's most difficult game. Manchester City still have to play Newcastle in the run. And the way Newcastle have played with 10 wins out of 14, they could genuinely have a say in the title race here. It would have been unthinkable to say that at the start of the season. But Eddie Howe has completely transformed his team. And it's scary to think where they'll be next season with even more money. They could seriously take over the likes of Man United, Tottenham and Arsenal and make a serious challenge for the Champions League. Especially when you consider the problem Chelsea are having as well. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that Newcastle could be genuine Champions League challengers. As for this game, it would not surprise me to see Newcastle contributing towards a scoring and making this a difficult game for Liverpool. But ultimately, I do think Liverpool will win. I just think they may need two goals to get over the line here. So I'm going to take Liverpool to win this game. And I'm going to tack on the team total of over 1.5 goals for Liverpool. That gets you to 3-4 to four from 4-9. to nine. The reason why I think Newcastle could contribute here is because both teams have scored in five of, the last, five of the last six meetings between these two teams, with Liverpool winning a reverse fixture 3-1 earlier this season. Newcastle have actually scored in 11 of their last 12 home games, with St James's Park now becoming a real place you want to go because the fans are finally getting what they want. And both teams' to score has been a winning bet in Liverpool's last three away games, but ultimately I think Liverpool will win. They're unbeaten in 14 Premier League games, winning 12, which is why they are challenging for the title once again. And it's also worth pointing out that Liverpool have scored in 32 of their games this season. That's more than any other team in the Premier League. So Liverpool to win and over 1.5 goals here will be my play for this one. Up next, you have Aston Villa at home to Norwich, where Aston Villa are the 2-5 favourites. It's 7-2 on the draw and it's 8-1 here on Norwich. That's a big price on Norwich because Aston Villa, quite frankly, have been very, very poor as of late. And uh, I would take Norwich here to avoid a two-goal defeat. Norwich plus 1.5, which means you cash this play if they only lose by a single goal, is available at 4-5. to five. I think there's real value on that play because I just don't see Villa being anybody by two goals at the moment. They're, they're on their holidays. They're not in contention for Europe. They're not going to get relegated and they're not really playing for the manager anymore. So perhaps everybody's looking ahead to next season. But I think this does represent an opportunity for Norwich to get something. But I definitely don't think they'll get beaten by two goals here. Villa are winless in the last five games, drawing one and losing four. And Norwich have avoided defeat in two of the last four games, winning one. Villa have scored just one goal in the last five games as well. So strong data here for Norwich to actually get something. But I'm going to take the plus 1.5 at 4-5, to five, minus 125 for Norwich not to get beaten here by two or more goals. Up next, we'll look at the game here between Southampton and Crystal Palace, where Southampton are the 7-5 to favourites. It's 23-10 to 10 on the draw and it's 21-10 to 10 on Palace. 
This is essentially two teams on their holiday. They're in the same situation as Aston Villa. That makes it a difficult game to handicap. I edge towards the home team here. Southampton beat Arsenal 1-0 in the last home game. It felt like they owed him a performance after losing 6-0 at home to Chelsea. And I feel that that will carry on here. Palace have managed just three away wins in 16 attempts in the league. And the Eagles have also failed to score in each of their last three games. So I lean Southampton, but I would not be recommending a heavy bet here on this game. Up next, we move on to Watford versus Burnley, where the bookies can't separate them. Watford are the six to four. Um, well, Watford are six to four. It's twenty three to ten on the draw, and it's six to four here on Burnley. I was going to say Watford are the six to four favourites. Watford are narrow favourites in some places, but I just don't see any justification for that. They are well down at the moment, and Burnley are still playing to stay up. A Burnley win here would put Everton in significant trouble. And given that they are the only team who really have much to play for here, I'm going to take Burnley here as a Pickham in this game at 10 to 11. Burnley have won two of the last three games with one draw, whereas Watford have lost each of the last 10 home games. The worst, one of the worst home teams in the EPL this season. Their home record is what has let them down, is why they're not even close to staying up this season. The Hornets have six defeats in their last seven overall as well, and Watford have scored in three of their last four at home, and Burnley have conceded in 14 of the last 16 away trips. So this could be a game that actually surprisingly has goals. You're only expecting a tight and cagey affair at the bottom of the table, but I think this one could be wide open and I think Burnley under the new manager who's a little bit more attacking than Sean Dyche was could squeeze out the win here in this one but I just don't think they'll lose so I think you're okay with a pick here as I think it's very unlikely that Watford will win given their home record this season being so poor. Up next, we have Wolverhampton Wanderers at home to Brighton, where Wolves are the 17 to 10 narrow favourites here. It's 11 to 5 on the draw and it's 7 to 4 here on Brighton. Wolves are out of European contention now, which is a shame because I would actually like somebody to take over Manchester United. I don't want to play European football in the Europa League or the Europa Conference League next season. I want a clean break. I just want 38 games. I want to concentrate on the league campaign. I want more midweeks free so we can get used to Eric Ten Hag. But it doesn't look likely because Wolves have had a massive drop off in form. I think both teams to score is the way I would go here. And I'm really surprised to get it at plus money here. Six to five plus 120. Half of the goals scored at Molyneux this season have come in the last five games. So it's been very, very different for Wolves as of late. Wolves have actually scored, t- scored 10 of their 18 home league goals in those five matches alone. And Burnley have scored in 13 of the last 16 away games in all competitions. And 11 of those 13 saw both teams actually finding the net. So great data here for both teams to score. Really surprised we're getting the play at plus money considering that. So both teams to score here at 6-5 plus 120 for Wolves versus Brighton. Up next, we move on to that game between Manchester City and Leeds, where Leeds have done really, really well so far since Jesse Marsh took over the club. I would dare say if Jesse Marsh hadn't took over and they carried on playing the way they were playing against Bielsa, this team would be well, well in the midst of relegation trouble. They seem a little bit out of it at the moment, but they do have a horrible run-in coming up, including this game. And I was a little concerned with what Jesse Marsh said after the Palace game, where he said that we were going to go for it against Manchester City. Sitting in is not going to be any good. Well, I think that could lead to a catastrophic result. Listening to that, I'm going to take Manchester City minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line here at the price of 10 to 11. The data supports it as well. Five of City's last six away wins have been by two or more goals and Leeds have lost seven home games in the league and five of their losses have been by two or more goals. And of course, City beat Leeds 7-0 earlier on in the season in the reverse fixture. Leeds have also failed to keep a clean sheet in their last nine home games and two of Manchester City's last three Premier League games have produced over three and a half goals. So if they're going to go for it, 
Manchester City are going to come out on the better end of this here against Leeds. Obviously, it's a brave strategy. And obviously, Jesse Marsh sees his game as a free hit, but he doesn't want it getting out of control and destroying their morale for the rest of the running. And that is a real possibility here in this one. Moving on to Sunday's games here, we begin with the game between Everton and Chelsea. Huge game here for Everton, where they are the 17 to 4 underdogs, 11 to 4 to draw, and it's 7 to 10 here on Chelsea. In some ways, you could argue that this is the biggest game of the weekend because if Everton go down, I think that would be the story of the season, other than Liverpool actually managing the quadruple, which, God, I pray they don't. But yeah, I think Everton going down will be such a huge, huge story. Um, this isn't one of the games where I've earmarked them to pick up a win. I do think they should target home wins against Crystal Palace and Brentford. And I do think Burnley's running isn't that easy. And I think Leeds' running is really, really difficult. So I think there's good value on Everton to stay up at even money plus 100 at the moment because I can't see them going down. And I do think they'll be able to pull out results at home. I think they'll be able to get something from this game simply because Chelsea's season's over. Over. They're going to finish third in the Premier League. They have an FA Cup to look ahead to. They haven't really played that well in the last two games. They dragged out the win against West Ham, which I think was enough to secure third place. And now they can look ahead to the FA Cup final. So I think Everton can get something here because this for them is a big, big cup final. And it's Frank Lampard coming up against his old club. I just feel that Everton are decent value to get something from the game. So I'm going to take Everton on the double chance market. Obviously, this is a team battling relegation. So there is no supporting data for that other than you can... It's not data, but you can watch how Chelsea have played as of late since they uh, secured themselves a spot in the FA Cup final. And then you can look at how Everton are putting in an effort, a major effort. They held Liverpool for all of the first half. They should have got a penalty in that game. They were robbed. They didn't get that penalty. They could have gone 1-0 up. Could have been a very different game. Could have been a game that ended the title race, essentially. And that would have been a huge scout for Everton. I'm not necessarily saying they would have won the game, but I don't think Liverpool would have won from a goal down with just 30 minutes to go with Everton putting a blue wall in front of the goal. I think it would have been very, very difficult from that position. But they played well against Liverpool, got a 90th minute equaliser against Leicester to show they're scrapping. And they've beaten Man United. So I think they'll get something here from this game. So I'm going to take Everton on the double chance market here. And that's available at the best price of 6-5 to five plus 120. So... There's no data to support it. As I said, I'll reiterate, there isn't a real reason to take this if you're looking at a, a data-supported play. But this is just a gut play that says that Everton have a lot more on the line here and they turn up here at home in this spot. Up next, we're looking at Tottenham versus Leicester City, where Tottenham are the ones, two favourites. It's 4-1 to one on the draw and it's 7-1 to one on Leicester. I said earlier on in the season, I liked Tottenham to finish in the top four. Obviously, at the moment, they're trailing Arsenal and they may need to beat Arsenal. But Leicester are in a definite look-ahead spot with a game against Roma. And I think that's the same here for both Arsenal and Tottenham. I expect them both to win at the weekend here. We'll talk about the Arsenal game next. But just for that situation alone, there really isn't too much more handicapping I need to do. Tottenham are concentrating on the top four. They're at home here. They're a better team than Leicester as long as they turn up for this game. Last two games, they haven't. They haven't scored for the last two matches. They haven't scored for three hours of football. And before that, they were banging them in for fun. So I think this is a bounce back spot here. Leicester have nothing to play for. Their priority is going to completely be the Europa Conference League. And for that reason, we'll take Tottenham. Obviously, taking Tottenham on the money 
line at one to two doesn't really give you too much value. So we are going to take Tottenham minus one here. This pushes if Tottenham just win by a single goal and you win if Tottenham win by two goals or more. So Tottenham minus one here will be the play as I shop around for the price. It's available at four to six minus 150. I think that is a solid way to play this game as I just don't see Leicester turning up here in this spot. Final game we're going to look at here is the Arsenal game, and it's a similar handicapping situation. West Ham must be looking ahead to their trip against Eintracht Frankfurt. They lost the first leg at home 2-1, so they're going to be all in on the Europa League. They're the 10-3 to favourites here at home. It's 14-5 to in the draw, and Arsenal are available at 5-6. to Significant value here on Arsenal here in this spot. Arsenal need to win the game. They need to carry on surging towards the top four. West Ham can't get into the top four. West Ham are currently cemented in seventh place. I don't think anything's coming up from behind from Wolves and I don't think they're going to be catching Manchester United. They may prioritise that after the Europa League and I do think they'll exit the Europa League. If you listen to my show in midweek, I predicted an all-English final for the Champions League as my lock, but I also predicted an all-German final which was available at 5-2 to two plus 250 and I do stand by that. I think Eintracht Frankfurt will finish the job but I think West Ham will concentrate on that which will allow Arsenal to win this game. So good value here on Arsenal to win it. They're available at 5-6 to six minus 120. And that will be my lean here for this game between West Ham and Arsenal on Sunday. Closing out with your lock on the show. I'm very much torn here because originally my lock was easy. I heard Jesse Marsh talking about the tactics that Leeds were going to implement against Manchester City. And immediately my ears pricked up and I thought it sounded like it was going to be a destruction job for Manchester City. But they do have the second leg against Real Madrid coming up. That is somewhat of a look-ahead spot. Whereas if you look at the games for Tottenham and Arsenal, they are solely focused on finishing in the top four. So it makes a lot more sense. However, when you bet on Arsenal and Tottenham, you're not getting the quality of Manchester City. You're not getting the consistency. I just cannot see this team having a significant dip because they have a look-ahead spot here against Real Madrid because they're going to be sacrificing the league. They just can't afford to do it. So I'm going to stick with Manchester City reluctantly. This was difficult. Obviously, logic tells you that Tottenham and Arsenal, either one of them is a safer way to go and play on them. They're not in a look-ahead spot here at all. But I just don't think this team look ahead. I think they're so professional and also... What is the Manchester City first 11? If I gave you a pen and a board and told you, go and write down the Manchester City first 11, who would be able to do it? Yes, there are some permanent names. Edison obviously goes in goal. I think Cancelo has claimed the left-back position this season. Ruben Diaz goes at the back. Rodri is your holding midfielder. And Kevin De Bruyne plays in the central midfield attacking position as well. So that's five players out of 11 that you can guarantee a spot in the team. And even if you took a couple of those out, I don't think it would make a significant difference if this team rotates. They don't have a first team. They have got the most unbelievable squad in Premier League history. I would say Manchester United of 2009 had the most unbelievable 11. I still believe that to this day. But this is the best squad. The way that they can rotate players in or out, the way that nobody can tell you what their first 11 is, apart from maybe four or five players, they're going to have a strong team out anyway. They'll be able to rotate and they'll be able to beat this Leeds team no matter what Jesse Marsh puts out there, if he's going to implement the tactics to go toe-to-toe with Leeds. Maybe I'm reading a little bit too much into that, but he did come on television and say exactly that. So I'm going to go by what he said, plus the statistical data supports it. Manchester City put seven goals past this team last time. I understand this is a different manager. I understand the tactics of Jesse Marsh are a lot more different to Bielsa, but I still think with Manchester City chasing the Premier League, 
they're going to get this done and they'll probably probably be looking to get this done as quickly as possible. So the ideal situation here would be for Manchester City to get nicely ahead and then start rotating off subs, which hopefully um, doesn't mean that we lose our handicap bet here via the back door. I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm confident about this play. Um, I, I considered the look ahead spot and tried to, to think about moving across to Tottenham or Arsenal. But in the end, I've decided to stick with Manchester City minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line as your lock here for this show. That's it for this edition of the EPL show. Don't forget to check out my other shows. There will be in another edition of the fight show this weekend. There will be Scamessa Italia and we'll have the Champions League and Europa League joint together again in midweek. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.